0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my trusty co-ghost, Devin. And (laughs) we're here to give our thoughts on the latest movie to hit theaters this past weekend, and that is The Last Night... And so, how before we begin, I do apologize. My voice is a bit raspy. I'm getting over a little bit of seasonal allergies here, so um, yeah, you don't get to hear my 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 nice smooth sound radio voice. But if if I sound a bit stuffy, I do apologize. Just wanted to let you guys know. But before we begin today's podcast, you can listen to our show on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Devin, how the heck are you? How you been?
1: Long night in London, isn't
0: it? Yeah, the long night in London. You know, just going down to the shops and, uh, you know, going down to the pub, having a good time with the mites, all that good stuff. You know,
1: I don't even know. I don't even know what Soho is. Is that like part of London? I believe what, that. What is Soho? Cool, they're in South London. Wait, they're in, yeah, South
0: London. So I believe that is like. I don't know what the abbreviation stands for uh myself but I do know it is one of the uh antics that they use but I believe that does stand for South London as to which our um bag our our bunch of uh heroes and uh misfits are from so yeah so you, you had a good week nice uh you were right for Halloween
1: yeah it's it's coming up here Sunday you uh dressing up Sunday for Sunday Halloween yeah Sunday um, Halloween I have, I have some options haven't decided yet. Wilfred, I think I threw that away. Unfortunately, ah, it's getting, it getting a bit used up.
0: Yeah, it's. It, it's it's an easy one to kind of go through. So I actually haven't celebrated Halloween in a while myself, but I am going to a Halloween party with some friends, and they do want me to dress up. So um, I decided I'm going to be a Batman fan. So I got I got this nice little. Uh, this nice little DC, for all, for obviously this is an audio podcast, but for those of you or none of you can actually see this, I'm holding up a nice little uh, DC fandom shirt uh, that I got from this year's 2021 sweatshirt. It's like a nice little royal blue and it says DC fandom on it and it has Batman and Robin on it. So I'm going to wear that. And I got this nice little Batman ball cap I'm going to be wearing as well. And I got a Batman shirt I'm going to be wearing underneath my sweatshirt. And I'm just gonna throw in some jeans and call it a day. So so you're saying you're not usually a Batman fan? I mean I am, but I'm more so a Spider Man fan.
1: I'm I'm a Spider Man fan. Usually you first. dress up as something you're you you can not be in real life.
0: Uh you know what? That's true. See, I don't have anything else. So I decided to make do with what I have. I did yep, go you're out. You're at Halloween. I'm sure there's twelve of them near you. Yeah, oh there there definitely is. But I mean it's <laughs> Nobody wants to spend that much on a costume. But we are supposed to be watching we have we have like a movie poll that we're supposed to be doing. Um, I believe they were between like the Shining, Beetlejuice, uh, Hocus Pocus, um, the Blair Witch Project, Halloween 1978. So yeah, uh, sorry for that. Um <laughs> man, oh man, it sucks being sick. Well, I'm not sick, but I feel like I'm sick. At least my voice and the seasonal allergies. So as I said uh last off was a uh, uh Halloween 1978
1: as well so um if, I, if i'm watching halloween movies i don't i don't want the the non-scary stuff i don't want the kids stuff. exactly that's what i don't want beetlejuice
0: yeah that's what i'm I'm my not friends anymore yeah i'm like what is this i mean like hocus pocus is cool i guess i mean like i liked it when i was a kid but i don't understand how how it has all the hype i i i i, no, I, I don't either to me like it was cool back in the day but this it has a large following. But yeah, I I like I want to be scared like shitless. Like I wanna get in the
1: mood. I don't wanna be cheered
0: up. I think what's winning so far is the shining. So it's a classic. At first I was rooting for Halloween 1978, but then uh the poll got messed up and they accidentally anyway, we, we had to revote and I chose the shining. And I was like, hey, um uh, if you guys are looking for a nice double feature. We do some nice little Dr. Sleep actually. Nice there.
1: long double feature. Yeah.
0: There. Yeah, that is a very long double feature. So I'll, I'm going to bring it. So I'm going to bring Dr. Sleep. Actually, I'm going to bring both of them because I don't know if they have it on streaming or not, but, you know, I'm going to be there ready with my Blu-rays and I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? Have no fear. I got them both. Which one you want? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. But... Devin, we're here for a very, very special reason today, and that is to talk about you last night in Solo. Uh, so we're going to get into that right after our short break. Baby, you don't know what, you're what brings you down then? I'm studying London
1: College of Fashion. Right in room is on the top floor. It's perfect. I love it. Mine is not... If I could live any place and any time I'd live here. In
0: London in the 60s, all right, Devin. We are back with our last night in Soho review, directed by Edgar Wright, written by Edgar Wright and Christy Wilson. Um, Carnes and stars Mackenzie Thomason, excuse me, Thomason Mackenzie. My gosh, you know, I've been work all day, you know, it would make
1: sense, it would make more sense the other way around. Mackenzie
0: Thomason, what? I, I. I I
1: like Thomas and I like that that name. I'm just not used to that as a first name. Yeah,
0: I, I don't I I think this is the first time I've ever heard someone with this name. So I'm I'm very yeah. So anyway, stars Thomas McKenzie and Anya Taylor Joy, and of course Matt Smith. And the plot is as follows: an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s, where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Ooh, oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. You can actually hear my voice, like you know, just going through the motions there. I, I, I I've gone through puberty. I promise, but, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so we saw this last night. Uh, we were planning on recording last night, but you know what? It was so late, and the early showing they had was seven o'clock central. Eight, o- well, did you see it at seven o'clock Eastern? Yeah. Okay, so I was the one far behind. <laughs> so yeah, it was it, it was late, and I think Devin had the right idea. He's like, "Hey," he messaged me. He's like, "Let's just push this to tomorrow after work." I'm like, "You know what? I think that's a good idea." Because I was tired after work, and I'm I also so-
1: wanted to to gather my thoughts and. And let it all sink in. Oh, absolutely.
0: For sure. It can you know I, I ended up staying a little bit up later than normal, but hey, you know, it is what it is. But I think it was definitely the good call. But I'm gonna pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial thoughts to last night and Soho.
1: Well, first of all, I can't really think of a better horror slash thriller movie for you to watch than this. I mean, you're the uh you're the Brit lover here. I'm sure you were just just in love with all of the the London nights and the, and the accents and the architecture and everything just ready to move now.
0: Oh, ab- oh I, I really was. And I mean, it, it being Edgar, right? Like the man does not
1: miss. He, 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 he has not missed. <laughs> like, if you just look at this filmography, show me a miss and you're wrong. If you do, Because <laughs> from the very beginning, Sean of the dead, I fell in love. One of my favorite movies back when that came out. And he's just been going at it ever since just hit after hit. Yeah, and I like how I like how this is a bit of a different, different Edgar Wright we see here. It's more of an edgier, kind of serious tone. Like there, there are like a couple minor jokes here and there, but there's really not much, not much laughing going on here because uh, it's it's definitely a more serious tone than what we're used to with Edgar Wright. I mm. really like that he um, took a chance there and went with that because I think he pulled it off in the end. I really like this one as a thriller. Um, Thomas and McKenzie was really good on I mean, Taylor joy. is just a star. Like, yeah. It's insane. Like every scene she's in that scene where she sings for the, for the, the club owner. Oh my yeah. God. Like acoustic or whatever. It was just great. In, she's just so good. Yeah. And <laughs> I definitely, I definitely had some issues that we can, we can get into later, but overall really, really cool, like visual and stylistic movie. And I think it really, really works out in the end.
0: Yeah. I definitely agree with you there, Devin. Um going to see this movie, it was I mean, it, it was it's been on my radar like pretty much all year. And it was um it it, it blew me away. Like I, I really like you know, me being like this huge anglophile, but not even that, just the story itself. It was very um
1: it was it was it was like kind of like a fever dream, like honestly, and it it just it was like a, I've been hearing a lot of people call it an acid trip, and the second half definitely feels like that at points. I would imagine.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I mean, it was never, never been on acid. Don't, no. don't, uh,
1: don't come knocking on my door. <laughs> Full disclosure. Uh... <laughs> I mean, the main character might have been on acid. She uh, might have had uh, something slip and drink there at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's as much as you know. We always talk about Anya Taylor Joy. She is a thrill. Um, to to watch on screen you know every performance that she's been in um it, it, even like her x-Men performance was actually pretty good um and the uh the yeah, she carried
1: that movie as much as it could have been carried yeah, wasn't yeah much
0: but she yeah that yeah that was i mean her and uh Maisie Williams for sure but um with uh i i gotta say the the real star of the show. Was Thomasin McKenzie like? I love Anya Taylor Joy, but of course, you know Thomasin being uh, her character, Eloise, aka Ellie, um, being the main character. I thought she, I thought she did a great job. Like she was very engaging, and you really felt for her character. I mean, you felt for both characters. But
1: yeah, I love, I love the intro here because within like a two minute scene at the very beginning, you pretty much understand everything there is to understand about this character. Yeah. He did such a good job of setting that up in the beginning with that first scene.
0: Right. And we we uh you know, and we'll of course get into spoilers here in a second, but you know, we we started to find out things about Ellie uh moving forward, you know, her wanting to be a fashion designer and her being able to um, you know, she she's having these visions of Of this, of this woman, Sandy, who has been, you know, wrongfully murdered and, you know, it's, she's trying to figure out why, you know, she, she's, she's like, Hey, you know, I just want to go to school for fashion. It's like, okay, great. You know, you got the passion for fashion. We
1: gotcha. You know, like she, she's all there and you know we see and I, i'm not i'm not much of a style guru but uh i kind of liked her fits she, she, she was pulling it off the homemade homemade stuff yeah yeah she really really was um it was in it, it, it kind of explained you know
0: why she kind of had uh ellie thomason's character had more of like an old soul because of her grandmother and you know just her upbringing all overall so kind of makes sense as to why she's obsessed with this era and there's a lot of people out there who i'm not sure if you heard about this Devin, but it's like some people feel like they, they were born in the wrong era because like i knew it's
1: a, uh, a classic cliche
0: yeah it is but <laughs> with ellie's character i definitely feel like she she was i mean like it was set in the modern day until it's not but it was very um th- there are some people out there that you can kind of just tell how how they behave like i've met people who definitely seem older than their age they have a very old soul or you know they 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 act or behave a certain way you know they have trinkets and stuff from a certain era but i do agree it it can be a cliche but i I i think there is some truth to it but it really just depends i think it depends more so on your upbringing um, if anything else, but uh, were there any
1: other initial reactions you wanted to get into before we get into spoilers? I have not seen much of Matt Smith. I know he's Doctor Who and everything, but I think he was perfectly cast here because he just looks like a creepy dude. Just kind of a perfect fit. That face he just looks like a ghoul or a goblin.
0: A <laughs> goblin ghoul. <laughs> That is very, very true. But yeah, so let's... I kind of just dive into spoilers here because, you know, we got some places to be. My voice is not killing me, but I'm trying not to do as many snuffles and stuff like that. So I do apologize. But all that's going to be edited out at some point because that's the beauty of (laughs) post-processing. Or (laughs) post-production. But uh, for everyone listening out there, that is your first spoiler warning for Last Night in Soho. Again, This is your second spoiler warning for last night. So uh, so if you haven't seen it, you know, it just came out this past weekend. We don't blame you. Um, So I I really don't know if we're going to drop this on a... I think we should probably drop this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to drop it today. Because it's, you know, it's the Halloween weekend. It'd be weird dropping it on Monday, November 1st. (laughs) But, yeah. So let's just uh, dive deep into spoilers. Um, I'm assuming we're... The twist, the twist. What did you think about the twist? Because I know a lot of people that I uh, who watched this, they said they liked it up until they said the latter half is where it kind of fell apart for them. I personally enjoyed it, um,
1: but I wanted to get your thoughts first. Uh, I I think I liked it. It definitely was not what I was expecting Um, until a certain part where you just kind of started picking up hints. But going into it, this wasn't what I was expecting the outcome to be, which is good kind of um went against expectations in that in that way and then i do agree at like the very ending a couple of the scenes in the the downstairs going upstairs it does get a little off the rails but visually it is really cool like when she's crawling up the stairs that just looked insane it was like so trippy yeah 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 um our girl sandy she's uh She's a very complex character here. She's a serial killer, Devin. (laughs) But, like, you kind of feel for her. I do. Classic, classic, uh, multifaceted villain type here. So was she an anti-hero or an anti-villain? Well, one of those things is real. <laughs> we're not going to we're not gonna talk about Don't Breathe 2. It didn't happen. Oh,
0: life. If you want to check out our Don't Breathe 2 review, it is definitely up on the podcast. So if you want to check it out, I believe it is a part of like a double feature thing that we did uh, with uh, Free Guy. So there's always that. But yeah, definitely check that out if you guys are interested to hear our thoughts. But I do agree with you, Devin, about the movie itself uh, for Last Night in Soho. I thought it was pretty great. Overall, it was just, it it really, like, you know, like I said, it kept you very engaged and just going through, especially towards the twist. Like, I, I wasn't expecting it whatsoever. That twist was like, oh, wow, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I was confused because it's like, you know, Eloise is having these visions of Sandy being murdered, but I guess... We didn't get the full picture of what was going on because she almost. Yeah, that, wants. that scene was
1: so cool. Like what he was doing with like the red lights flashing and just the perspectives and the mirrors and everything.
0: Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, it was, and it, it like the the entire like when it came to that stuff. And honestly, I feel like if you have. Some sort of like absolute history of epilepsy epilepsy or seizures. You
1: probably should not be watching this. I really don't know. Yeah, there was a flashing scene in this. I'm just really tired of them being in movies or shows. (laughs) Like a Squid Game. Flashing lights. (laughs) Yeah. Just.
0: I mean, I like not it.
1: Enjoyable to look at.
0: Yeah, it, it 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 could be a little bit more easier on the on the eyes, but um, yeah, the, the
1: twist at the end. I mean, I was like, oh, like how how did she like? Yeah, there was a, there was a nice play on play on name here, kind of like Knives Out esque, mm-hmm. where there was that name twist. Yes, yeah. uh, I guess Alexandra has many many nicknames you can go by. I never thought about that.
0: I didn't know Sandy was short for Alexandra. I think it's Alexandra. Alexandra. Yeah. Alexandra. Alexandra. Cause, she, Cause
1: there's like, there's Alex, there's Lex, there's Lexi, there's Alexa, there's Al. If you, if you want to go out, <laughs> that, yeah. I guess. Big Al. Big Al. What
0: up, Big Al? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I, I didn't know. Like when she said Sandy, I was like, I thought that was just more of a, I guess it's more of like a, you know, if someone's name is like Richard, you'll call him Dick
1: which makes no sense
0: yeah it really does make any sense and that's i'm trying to figure out the correlation between alexandra and sandy well there's there's at least sand
1: in alexandra
0: i mean yeah but i feel like that's reaching a little bit you know
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's also spelled ie which is weird
0: oh yeah 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 yeah. it is spelled ie so it's i don't know man it's it's very weird, but I did like the play on words because even with Eloise, they're like, "Oh, do you go by L, Ellie?" You know, there's and all, all of that. But I really like how Eloise got her name, and just the the entire cast itself, like especially during the beginning when you see Ellie, you know, going off to the a London, uh, London College of Fashion, and. You know, it is kind of like during the beginning, it's more of like a coming of age story. But then, you know, obviously, it takes. Yeah, a- I
1: love when she first got there to her dorm. <laughs> and She's just like overwhelmed with all these awful people. Yeah. It, it, was, it, it, can, it can easily get to that point, especially when you're first starting off in college. Like, it's crazy. She was literally but like it felt very realistic.
0: Yeah. She was literally like a hermit, like just, you know, in her shell didn't want to talk to anybody. Her awful, awful roommate. Oh my gosh. Her. That was the I worst. Get-
1: she was like, oh, oh, oh you know, not that no, it's re- no
0: repercussions. No, no, none whatsoever. Like Jacosta. She, she didn't even, like, there was no redeeming
1: qualities for her whatsoever. She just was. I, just guess, there. I guess the punishment she gets is her awful name. That's well, what she has What to was live it with. called? Jacosta? Yeah. Was that it? Oh, wow. Yep. She was like, yeah, you, you, just like Kylie. I
0: I mean, I, I I know a few Kylie's, but yeah, I've never heard of a Jocasta before, but yeah, she was like literally the worst, like just even from the beginning of, you know, talking to Ellie and saying, oh, you know, like what do your parents do? And finding out that Ellie's uh, mother passed away and how, how she passed away uh, by taking her own life. My uncle did that too. (laughs) It's like, what? Like I re- I really loved Thomason's like performance. She was like, Like what what are you talking about? Like she was just very straightforward and she knew what she wanted. And that's what I liked about her. She was very and that
1: leads us to our, our love interest of the story. Uh, I didn't even know his, his name was John in the story. I thought oh, he was, yeah, he was a really right. nice character.
0: Yeah, I, I liked him as a character. I I feel like this relationship was more natural than anything else um it didn't feel forced throughout you know it it, it kind of
1: both they're both the outsiders
0: yeah you know there's nice little baby steps here and there and you know being you know a young girl in like you know the big city you got to watch out for yourself and you know that she she definitely did that for sure and you know she was very very cautious between her and john and just any other male that she uh encountered especially um quote-unquote old man jack but uh really not old man jack (laughs) but uh yeah it was it was very um it it was very very engaging like i i I really like the part where um the scene where you know there's like this big party in their dormitory and she just wakes up and she has like her blanket around her she's just sitting there like Bro, like, what What are you doing? <laughs> and her coke, coke gets stolen. Yeah, her Coke gets stolen. Like, everything in the fridge has Sarcassa's name on it besides that Coke, and it just says, Ellie. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, man. And then she's like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm moving. I'm moving out of the dorms. I was like, you know what? I don't blame her. She was out of there. She was like, I've had enough of this. No more. So that's how she ends up at the... Um, at the old ladies' hotel or uh house. I guess it's a hotel or a you know, like one of those homes that people be an, an Airbnb almost, kind of like a Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't really call it's it like a, a duplex. Yeah, a duplex. Yeah, I wouldn't really call it a uh, excuse me. I wouldn't really call it a um a uh you know, like an apartment type thing, but you know, she stays there and then that's when um uh, that's when everything hits the fan. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's when the visions come in. The visions, the visions.
0: We've had, we've had a lot of vision esque stories. We got Star Wars visions. We got Paul's visions and in Dune, and now we got Eloise's visions. And uh, last night in Soho, it's a very vision esque year, if if you want to say so. But yeah, overall, hey, where's, where's Raven? Where's Raven when you need her? I know. Well, actual, yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a Raven this year. She's in Teen Titans season three and not so much on the vision part, but yeah, I guess she can say so. She's always about the visions, but yeah, we need Raven Baxter up in here to see what's going on. But yeah. um, What did you think just of the, like this, like, did you feel like the pace? Like I felt like for this movie being, I think it was around under two hours. And, um, what are, I really actually wanted to talk to you about the, um, the effects or the quote unquote effects. So, um, there's, I have a little bit of a trivia here for you. There's twins in this movie. Do you know which twins I'm talking about? I do not. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and there are only one, and they are only one scene from the entire movie. I was watching some Edgar Wright, uh, uh, <laughs> interviews before. So there's, there's a set of twins in the movie when, and by the way, this entire movie, there was barely any CGI, like a lot of the effects were practical, especially like the editing when they're doing like the dance, when Ellie goes to sleep and, you know, she gets transported through time. So when, when they're doing the mirror, like when they're walking up, that's real. That's not CGI. Like they, they had to time that when they're like, you know, twi- twirling their hair and like kind of like, um, uh, like wiping their lips but yeah the,
1: all the, all the 60s scenes were so cool it was amazing
0: like literally all that was they, they said it was practically any CGI Anya Taylor joy said it in a um interview with Matt Smith but the two twins or the twins who are the Butlers is Fred and George Weasley from Harry Potter Really?
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was I was like, I didn't know there was a butler at any point.
0: Yeah, so it, it, it happens when they're because when it's so once the, the mirror scene when they first see when Eloise first sees Sandy and the mirror when they're like walking towards each other and then like they kind of like wipe their lips or whatever and twirl their hair and then they do like the little bop thing. There was um there's the two butlers between both sides, those are the Weasley twins.
1: Wow. Yeah. I got some nice little uh trivia facts today. Of course, of course the one you find is Harry Potter related. Oh, of course.
0: <laughs> but it, not even that. I really just enjoyed how most of this movie was practical effects.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you brought up the effects because I think the biggest issue I had with the movie was the like zombie ghost things that were like the main um spook factor here. I just didn't really like how they looked. I wish they would have done that practically because it just looked goofy. Yeah, it was. It, like, was... it was like goosebumps or like Scooby Doo <laughs> quality.
0: Like, like we gotta get out of here, Scoob. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like translucent ghosts that were also zombies. It was just, meh
0: nah. It was just a bunch of like gray old men and like their
1: suits and i mean it made, it, made it feel like i was watching a kids movie whenever there was those ghosts because that's how ghosts portrayed when we your kids watching like goosebumps or like are, are you afraid of the dark or halloween town yeah
0: yeah 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 like, that's, that's what a halloween
1: town ghost would look like
0: like those ghosts would be like something you would expect in like either fear street or um the uh 13 stories uh scare stories is telling the dark or whatever it's called yeah. Because that was like more PG 13.
1: And this is this is rated R too, so that's what makes it so weird. Like they chose the childish ghost. I just don't I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, it was very weird. Very, very strange. I'm not entirely sure why. It was I mean it it didn't bug me because I was like, oh, you know, like I like I sat through the entire movie just I mean, there was like a few jump scares, but the jump scares war it didn't happen when the ghost came. It was like when um when the when the old man cop got hit by a car, or where Ellie almost got hit by a car, it was like real life, like frightening, like hey, you know, like get out of the way, get out of the street type
1: deals. Um, or when she went to turn off the alarm clock, that was a good one. That was a good fake out. Oh, she, her arm gets grabbed by the by the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That that was that was good. I was like, oh man, she's still dreaming. Like <laughs> that's crazy, crazy stuff. But what, what did you think about the twist? About you know, because the the entire. Uh, Trailer has it to where you you know you you feel like you know the plot of the movie or like at least the setup where it's like okay you know there's this old man who's still out there he killed Sandy and what did you think about the twists of you know the old the policeman because he was he was he was a bit shifty out there you know what I mean
1: yeah I'm still not exactly sure what that was going on there was was he shown in any of the sixty scenes. Was he that like one guy that she was talking to? The other Yeah, younger guy? so it,
0: it, it was the cop. Because when she... Essentially, you know, when Sandy wants to become a singer and she meets Jack and, you know, all that stuff, saying, oh, you know, I can help you out. And she essentially becomes like, you know, like, this guy's hoe. Like, you know, the pimp and all that. So, I guess, South London type of a, a comfort girl in a way. I really don't know what you would call it. But, um... When she, you know, when she's, uh, when Sandy's kind of just like dancing around and she's meeting all these guys, they're like, oh, what's your name? And she gives them a new name. like, Oh, Sandy, Alex, um, Alexa, whatever, whatever. Well, not Alexa, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and one of the guys, she had said like, oh, what are you a cop? And he's like, you know, like you're, you're too good to be in here, whatever, whatever. That was the old man. Yeah so i was like "Huh, okay
1: that was we don't have have to feel bad about him dying because he was he wasn't a great guy either he he was strutting around
0: like he like had a shot with like all these college kids all these college chicks i'm like dude like you're literally like in your 70s right now it's crazy stuff but he was strutting around like he owned it like he like he was owning the town you know like I was like, okay, he's got a nice little walk to him, whatnot. He's like, I do what I as, as I please. I was like, oh, okay, but like, it really made it seem like he was Jack, but you never got his name until when you know he gets hit by the car when Ellie's working at the pub. That
1: dude is eighty three. That's insane. Really? He's still going. Born in nineteen thirty eight. Well, I mean, I guess if uh, Clint Eastwick is he was, still oh, he was he was General Zod in the original Superman.
0: Was he really? That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. I like the, the only good thing I'm DB is good for. Uh, you know, show notes and uh <laughs> nice little uh trivia, which is actually pretty cool. But yeah, overall, like I mean I I really liked the twist because I was like, oh crap, like it wasn't him, like who was that? And for a second, I thought Eloise, not Eloise, Sandy, old old woman Sandy, I thought she was a ghost the entire time for like a hot
1: of i kind of started to catch on like halfway through when when her her um, landlord kept showing up i was like okay there's there's no reason for her to keep being in these scenes or if she's not like a main character so i was just i was starting to put it together together there because she was just like showing up so as prominent. in like when
0: she brought when eloise brought john back to her place
1: as yeah she was just apartment. in she was just in multiple scenes like mm. like more than a minor character would be in yeah i guess i guess so i i I guess for
0: me it was more so. I mean, like I expect to like. Okay, you know, there's there's no way this entire you know movie can be about like you know Anya Taylor Joy, Thompson McKenzie, and Matt Smith. There's no way. And
1: ob- obviously, Get Out does not exist in in her universe here in this movie because uh, she drank that tea. Yeah, never, never drank tea from an old lady. Never. Get out
0: and I, I I really just like how honest and like earnest that. Uh, Eloise was, because, you know, even when she did find out, you know, she goes to the police, and then they start sniffing around, and, you know, when, when you find out the big twist uh, with old, old woman Sandy, and she's like, you know, she's like, uh, you know, like, you're, you're not gonna tell anyone about this, she's like, no, 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 like, you can really tell that she's like, yeah, like, I'm never say anything about this ever again. She's definitely, like, no.
1: Definitely big promising young women vibes.
0: Yeah. Taken
1: to the next level even.
0: Because she didn't drink too much of that tea. So I knew she was gonna either be hospitalized or I'm like, there's no way like, there's no way she's just gonna die. But then again, for a hot second, I thought she was going to. I thought John was dead. I was like, oh, old lady just stabbed him behind the back. Just like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, this is insane right now. But i mean it, it was very um it was it was a lot like just in your face, but it it was just find out
1: all all the dead bodies are hidden in her bedroom that was which just, is what's causing all the visions that was crazy
0: that was that that was like i i'm I'm mind fuck pretty much like
1: yeah it's that's creepy. I was like, dude, she was still like, but. And then, they're, and they're like, they're like, uh, they, they said, help us or save us. And then she's just like, no, yeah, not going not gonna to do that. You're not getting the satisfaction.
0: Yeah. She wanted her to kill her for a second. I thought she was going to, cause I'm like, you know, like obviously you could obviously see both sides, but it's like, you know, they, they did know what they were doing, you know, the whole, cause we kind of get like the whole vision of like of sandy you know pleasing all these these men and you know it's very um it, it can be hard to watch for people who aren't really used to um you know scenes like that or it, usually when it comes to that or even like when i saw the last duel there's like a few scenes in there that i feel like some people could it could be hard to uh, offer them to watch but um it was i felt like it was definitely necessary to like kind of get the story across and they didn't like show anything, but you know it was like the implicit, implicit stuff.
1: I like, feel like they almost could have gotten away with PG thirteen here.
0: How? How it was, so? like, in Between. Oh yeah, because like I mean, if it wasn't for the blood and I think the cussing, they should have been good. Cause... There wasn't even
1: that much blood. I mean, no, there was like a, a fair amount in the on the bed, but
0: yeah, like after Sandy's quote unquote death, like you kind of see it. But, I mean, I guess they could have. But I actually didn't realize this was rated R until you brought it up uh, beforehand. So, I don't know. Overall, I, I think it's okay. Like, I I think for what it was, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I think this is definitely, like, so far, like, it's, it's in my top five. Like, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, this is something I can definitely see myself um,
1: buying the Blu-ray for and, like, watching every spooky season and whatnot like because it's it just all looks so cool even the movie cover but yeah. all the posters it's just so cool
0: he, he did a fantastic job like and you know me me being a, a fellow anglophile i, I had to do my duty but it was very you know like the whole it was it was a period piece set in the modern time which is what i really liked You know, they they had, you know, obviously the modern technology, was how the Beats by Dre or whatever were in there for like a hot second, but it's like, I don't mind product placement all that much, because it's like, if you're going to... That actually
1: helped helped us figure out what the setting was right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really did, because you didn't know what set... You knew she was transported back through time, but you didn't know what point in time she was being transported from, so that was actually really nice, but it was... It was great. I mean everything from, you know, even the Halloween scene, you know, like Eloise is starting to freak out, you know, she can see ghosts. And, you know, even when she sees her mom in the mirror, like it was freaky for like a second, but then it was actually kind of like peaceful cuz like, you know, she's able to not check up on her mom, but you know, she's able to see her mom's face like when when she is near. But then after Sandy dies in the fire, that actually kinda of freaked me out for a second. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and it's young Sandy, young girl Sandy, all over again. So yeah. yeah. Good good stuff. But did you want uh did you have anything to add up uh, for final thoughts before we get into our
1: scores? Uh, I think I think we covered it. <coughs> <coughs>
0: okay, sweet. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure you didn't have any other final lingering thoughts before we got into scores so i guess let's get into scores so i don't die of whatever this is in my voice and i do apologize again i sound like i'm super stuffy but we're gonna get through it <laughs> this one's definitely gonna need a little bit more editing which is totally totally fine but Devin, what would you give the last night in soho like what grade what
1: score I loved, I loved the acting. Acting was amazing. The casting was great. The settings, the just the world that he created, it's a nice world building. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I had an issue with the the pretty lame zombie ghosts throughout. If you would have nailed that, this would have been like way up there, like really good, I think. <laughs> but that kind of brings it down a little bit. I think I'm sitting at like an eighty five right now, which is like really good. Hmm. I've always loved Edgar Wright, and I think he nails it again here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for me, like like I said before, you know, it it really is one of my favorite films of the year. I was very very shocked that it was. I didn't really know where this, where this was going to fall. I'm like, well, I knew it was Edgar Wright, so I knew it was it was going to be something enjoyable. But I just really just I love the you know the journey that Ellie um, takes with Thomas and McKenzie, you know, playing
1: and the contrast between them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The contrast between them. And just, I, I, I really think that, I mean, between this and Jojo rabbit, I think this is definitely her, uh, Thomason's like best role to date, like for sure. And she usually picks really good pro uh, projects. I think she's only like 22, 23 years old, something like that from New Zealand as well. So she has a very thick accents. Um, but you know if if you're able to, if 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 you have a good ear it's you know it's 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 very uh you know pleasing cuz i mean going from new zealand to like kind of like a british accent it's kind of the same but not really like i can definitely tell the difference cuz it's it's i i don't want to get into it on here but <laughs> i i can definitely hear the difference between it but you can kind of feel like you know the fluctuation of her for Ellie was a little bit different than the way she usually talks. But, you know, job, job well done for, you know, Thompson McKenzie and, of course, Anya Taylor-Joy and Matt Smith, you know, the, the three of them really, really did make this film um, something special uh, for sure, you know, it being a psychological thriller. And it it kind of leaning on, you know, like, oh, like, do you believe in ghosts type thing? But it was more so just... Like everything that like you know Sandy went through, like you know you really see that Ellie's character like she really starts to feel for Sandy and you know seeing all these horrible things that she went through and that I think that was the thing that really bugged her until you know she starts seeing all these other ghosts and that really kind of pushed her over. But it was very um, it was very very engaging and you know and
1: then and then the way they they even showed that some of that stuff is even still happening today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially, and I, I really like how they kind of depicted that because it was very, you know, it's it was it it happens. Like unfortunately, it happens. You know, we in we we as a as a race should definitely you know we we try our best to stop it, but it you know it they they unfortunately sometimes always find a way. But it, it was yeah, in the sixties, it was pretty uh. Yeah, like, prostitution was, like, way up there. But um, <clears throat> overall, you know, job well done, um, everyone who was involved. I I really think this is special. Like, all the editing and everything, just the dancing of kind of switching back and forth. And you kind of see, like, behind the scenes, they had to kind of, like, duck behind each other to, like, kind of make that work. And I was like, this is, man, this is awesome. Just, like, the, the body mirroring itself, like, really, really got me. And I was like, this is something I could definitely watch again for sure so um i'm sitting at a four four and a half on letterbox so it's it's almost there you know like i i do agree with Devin. the um um i mean the when it came to like the ghosts, like i mean they looked generic but um i think it just felt like it really just like gave you a lot of things toward during the um the last uh, act so but i mean the twist was interesting um but yeah it's kind of like it, it, it was a lot a lot having the third act but it was still really really good really really liked it so i think I'm, I'm gonna set it i'm gonna set it like a four and a half um because it was probably my favorite horror movie uh, next up there with fear street uh, 1994 for sure so really really good stuff so that pretty much concludes our review of last night in soho But hey, you know, um, yeah, I didn't realize how uh, long we're going to be talking about this. But, you know, hey, here we are. You know, uh, definitely going to edit the crap out of this one. So it's all right. Um, That's all good to go. Again, I apologize for my voice. Um, You know, I'm trying to remedy that before the uh, Halloween weekend. But what's coming up on the podcast? We have our Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire review that's going to be dropping on November 3rd. I can't believe we're. We're pretty much halfway through the entire story. You know, uh, it's been a great journey so far. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, go check out our previous uh, three uh, coverages that we did for Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and the Prisoner of Azkaban, of course. And um, like I said, Goblet of Fire is going to be dropping on November 3rd. We got some awesome, awesome friends of the show that will be joining us. And then we have our Eternals review coming up Uh, next weekend so that's going to be a lot of fun a lot of crazy discourse around that one but uh, i have seen it i don't want to give anything away but i definitely want to see it again so that's all i'll say so Devin, let's get on out of here and we hope everyone has a safe and happy halloween weekend And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one.